The E3 podcast series focuses on various topics around real estate and facilities management. eBiz helps organizations envision the future, enable processes and platforms, and evolve practices for continuous improvement. The title of this episode is The Anti-ESG, SDPI. I'm Tracy Jefferson. I'll be the host and presenter today. We're going to talk about SDPIs. Sustainable Development Performance Indicators and why they are sometimes called the anti-ESG. ESG is a concept that has been around since the early 2000s and it's been constantly evolving. It's seen as an outside looking in view of a company. And many investors, investment companies, uh, they look at a company's ESG performance before they make investments. ESG is maybe not as popular of a term in some circles as it used to be, but it is a reality, and it is an evolving reality. But one of the downsides of ESG reporting is often cherry-picked to showcase to investors the good side of what a company is doing. And that's, of course, a reason why there are legal reporting requirements in many nations now to make sure companies are being open and honest. SDPIs are Sustainable Development Performance Indicators. Now, they're often referred to as an anti-ESG because they're from the inside looking out at the rest of the world, just the opposite of how ESG is approaching things. There are 61 context-based indicators, and they all have four key features. One, they take into account five-year trends. They look at the past year, and they do predictability, looking at where things might go around a particular indicator for the next few years. Uh, they focus on granularity and transparency by looking at things like country, regions, suppliers, and other criteria. What's good in one country, what's good in one region, what's good in one city may not be the same in another. So we want to make sure we're looking at each of these areas in a pretty granular way. Uh, they use thresholds and norms to evaluate performance so to make sure that we actually have targets out there that aren't just for our company's targets but that we are achieving things that are what we consider thresholds or norms. And norms can vary, again, by region, country, uh, and the type of indicator. They also use something called transformative disclosure. There's an interesting concept because companies that are innovative and alternative have a way to, to report on how they are doing things maybe a little different. They're doing something unique. Now, when we talk about SDPI, we are also talking about the need for detailed, accurate, and standardized data. It's all about data. Data, not just one-time continuous flow of data. Having data stewards who make sure you have accurate data. And that's, frankly, the hard part. Now, we're not going to talk about all 61 indicators in this video. That's a deep dive that could take all day to go into the details about. But let's talk about categories of indicators. And we're going to start with economic indicators. There are several different types of economic indicators. Income distribution and poverty rates is one of them. Even within an MSA, a metropolitan statistical area, there can be a variation on what's considered poverty, what's considered decent income. So we want to look at that. What are our employment rates within those um, areas? Uh, what kind of job opportunities? What kind of work exists within those countries, regions? MSAs, whatever that is. 
And our GDP growth overall, how are we contributing to our GDP growth, uh, taking into account environmental and social factors? Our second category of indicators is environmental. Um, we're going to look at carbon emissions, ecological footprint. Uh, what's our air, water quality? Are we doing anything with renewable energy? Uh, what does our ecosystem health look like for this particular, again, country, region? Um, what kind of biodiversity do we have? Our next category are social indicators. What about access to education? What kind of quality of education exists? Uh, our gender equality and empowerment. We get a, into DEI some here. Our social equality and inclusion. Uh, what kind of healthcare, what kind of wellness factors do we have in this area? Governance indicators. Uh, what about corruption? What is the perception and control of corruption or in the area? Uh, what kind of rule of law do we have? You know, that varies a lot by country in particular, but even within a country, there's variances. Uh, what kind of effective institutions does the government have? Uh, what about public access to information, participation? How open and how honest are, is reporting out there? Another category of indicators is innovation and technology. What about the adoption of sustainable technologies? Do we have access to information and communication tech? What kind of investments are out there are we making in research and development? Next, communication and stakeholder engagement. What about our community well-being? What about the satisfaction within a community? What about our stakeholder engagement, our collaboration? How are we involved in the community? Our next category is supply chain and responsible business practices. What about ethical business conduct and responsible sourcing? How do we measure responsible production and consumption practices? What about our supply chain, our supplier sustainability performance evaluation we need to do? Another category, resilience and adaptation indicators. Uh, what about preparedness for natural disasters, depending on where you are in the world? Again, country, region within a country. Let's take the United States. If you're in Florida, be prepared for hurricanes possibly. If you're say St. Louis, the New Madrid fault is close, you better be prepared for earthquakes. Climate resilience measures the company's taken. Um, adaptive capacity to changing conditions. Climate change is a reality. Are we? How are we adapting to that? And our final group is circular economy. Uh, recycling rates. What's our circular business model? What are our objectives? Our resource efficiency, our waste management. So these are non-primary indicators that we're going to look into today. Uh, I suggest anyone visit the unrisd.org website that talks a lot more in detail. There's even a, a manual that goes into the 61 indicators and all the details around them. So that concludes our brief explanation of SDPIs and why that's also called the anti-ESG. I would urge you to visit the unrisd.org site. Uh, and also keep in mind, though, it's all about the data. eBiz has specialists in data, and we can help you implement this particular methodology. Thank you.